Hey, dear ones, did you know that you have a built-in compass guiding you to your soul mission with all the tools you need to fulfill that soul mission? Sound exciting? Then join me for a Soul Blueprint, the only certification program that reveals how to amplify your five spiritual gifts so you can consciously create a life and business of massive soul line success. Enroll now at allisonscammell.com forward slash soul blueprint. And you can find that link in the show notes. Well, hello there. This is Allison Scammell. And today we're talking about a fantastic topic, how to use your shadow to create from your edge. And our guest today is an expert on the subject. I spoke with Anna Tsui about what our shadow is how to use our shadow to create from our edge and how that will fuel your business. We end on a challenge that will have you thinking in a whole new way about how you show up for your business. So stay with us until the end. Welcome to She Grows, a podcast for soul-guided women entrepreneurs ready to grow their income, impact, and inspiration. Each week, we're going to explore how to align to the soul of your business and grow it from there. I'm your host, Allison Scammell. Let's get growing. Hey there, She Grows Nation. That's the name of this sisterhood of soul-guided entrepreneurs. At She Grows Nation, your heart is CEO, and you're producing wealth using your soul superpowers and divine guidance system. Today's guest is my coach, and I'm so thrilled she took the time to share her wisdom with us. Anna Tsui is a business leadership coach, international writer, speaker, and serial entrepreneur. She is the founder of the Intuitive Business School, a program that helps people identify and clear internal blocks to their success in life and business. Her first book, Shadow Magic, her first book, Shadow Magic, Use Your Fear to Create a Prosperous Coaching Business, shows readers how to overcome their personal self-sabotage and build a thriving career and business. I received so much from this episode, and so may you receive as much as I did. Hey, Anna, thank you so much for making the time to be on the show. I'm so thrilled to talk about this topic with you. Allison, I'm so excited. Thank you so much for having me here. Hi, everyone. Oh my gosh. So this is a crazy, amazing topic that we're going to be exploring. And I just want to get right into it. So you've written an an incredible book called Shadow Magic, which I love, by the way, turn your fuel fear into fuel and create a prosperous coaching business. Can you start by defining how... uh, tell, Tell us how you define shadow and share with us your journey to using your shadow to fuel your business. Oh, that is a great question. And I actually had a dream about this last night. So this must be perfect. Um, the shadow is, um, I take it from a few different traditions. So in the kind of psychoanalysis, Western psychology tradition, it's the parts of us that are unconscious. So if you think about an iceberg that's above water, that's the conscious part of us. That's the part of us that we're nice and we're presentable, but the shadow part is like the bigger, bigger chunk of iceberg underneath the water surface. And those are all the parts of us that we don't really acknowledge that are our um, urges, our belief systems, right? Our more um, 
limbic brain and, and also our cultural programming and so and our wounds and all of that good stuff and um i also um believe in what the shamans and the energy healers deem a shadow which is a, a part of our soul that gets fractured because of some sort of uh, traumatic event and that's why shamans do soul retrieval is to retrieve that part of us uh, but because our soul gets fractured uh, there are wounds there and there are shadows there and i wrote the book because a lot of times uh, we run our businesses and our lives from our wounding from our shadow and we don't realize it um and but what we also um don't realize is that our shadow can be a great gift to us and a great way to generate fuel and energy for our goals and what we have to do that is so awesome. So how did you stumble upon this and how did you start to use it to fuel your business? Mm, so um, I think as all people who are um, healers, uh, such as yourself, like we've definitely had our share of experiences uh, growing up. And um, I grew up um, with a family that had mental health issues. And also my parents came from the People's Republic of China after they had um, the Cultural Revolution. So it was a very traumatic time. My father saw his father, my grandfather, basically be killed on, he was killed in the streets, stoned to death by his own neighbors. It was just a horrific time. And uh, it really traumatized him. <laughs> and when we moved uh, to the US, I was a little kid, and we moved into um, the, the projects where it was not fun, not safe, for a cute little Asian girl as myself. And uh, there was just a lot of fear growing up. And what I realized was that fear of me growing up in the projects was very similar to what my dad experienced growing up in China. You know, it's like very interesting. And so these shadows, these wounds, they actually pass from generation to generation, they're ancestral, unless you, until you recognize them. But then fast forward many years, um, when I started my coaching practice, uh, I was coaching a lot of people in their um, startups and also in their online businesses. And I realized that people had these patterns. And a lot of my clients, when they were about to have a big launch or right after they had a very successful launch, it was like they would get sick, chaos would ensue. It was just, you could almost predict what would happen. And it's very specific for specific people. And these things that we thought were just normal, you know, just getting sick or getting the flu, we thought that was normal, um, but not when you see that there's a pattern. And then I realized, oh, that's shadow stuff. Uh, that's us pushing against the outer limits of our personality of what is normal for us every day. Uh, and it can be a big uh, burst of success. And then we have to kind of bust out of our personality and then all the shadows come up because there's an opening. And so that's when I just really um, got fascinated with this work because I uh, feel into it energetically. Like you, Allison, you're so intuitive, and I could just feel like something, something was, uh, something was there. It wasn't just a coincidence, right? That um, these clients were getting sick every time around. It, it, there was something else. So that's why I dove into the work. I love that, and I also do shadow work as well. In my work, I, you know, I help people define their core gifts, the unique abilities you were born to share, and then also to identify the shadow side because all of our light has dark, right? It's the contrast, and so it is. Um, it is always um, something almost even more rewarding <laughs> about helping people identify their shadow vice their core gifts because I feel like it really helps people put things into context like, oh, that's why that challenge always shows up in my life or that's why I have this tendency 
So it's so powerful. So tell us how we can use our shadow to grow our business. I love the idea of this. Yes. And I just want to say something. I I think your listeners are so lucky and your clients are so lucky, Allison, because the truth of the matter is not a lot of people talk about that. Uh, not a lot of people are able to really articulate and go into the shadow uh, because it freaks a lot of people out, right? Even, you know, light workers and because it's, it's a kind of a, a dark place. It can get to be a dark place. So to have someone who's been through that, right, who can hold space for that, I think that's the most important work because obviously, you know, finding your soul gifts and that's, that's really exciting, but the shadow keeps us from enacting that, right? The shadow can keep us from really living in our soul gifts because we feel scared or unworthy. So just like, uh, just some kudos to you because, uh, this work I think is really, really powerful and not a lot of people do it. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. Can you explain how we can use our shadow to grow our business? Oh yeah. So this goes back to what you just said about, um, helping people in their shadow, there's something really interesting about that. And for all of our shadows, there is a, um, I found there's a delight in there almost like this kind of crazy, dark delight. And our shadow's very captivating. You know, it's like, it's like that second slice of chocolate cake. It's just like, oh, I know I don't need it, but there's something about it, right? So our shadow actually has very magnetic energy. And when we are able to not be controlled by our shadow. So when it's unconscious, it controls us. So our unconscious fears, our unconscious anxieties that controls us and that causes us to act a certain way in our business and in our lives. Um, but when we're aware of it and when we can work with someone like you who can help us really get to know it, be friends with it and really master our shadow and own our shadow and integrate our shadow, then it becomes like this source of power. It becomes this source of energy it becomes something that we can actually use, uh, whether it's in our marketing, in our sharing of our shadow, or we can use when we see that the shadow is uh, coming up for our prospects or our clients, and we can actually help them move into it, right? So right now there's a huge, there's a huge collective shadow um, around many things, right? Around fear and fear for your health and, um, you know, scarcity and uh, victimhood and all of that stuff. And so a lot of our people are plugged into that just by watching the news, right? Just by um, staying at home the whole week. And so for those of us who are able to recognize um, what this period uh, stirs up within us and are able to heal those wounds, we can actually become leaders and speak articulately or just even be energetic leaders, right? Where we can show people, hey, things can happen, but we can also choose to not let it take us over, right? We can choose to not let it consume us. And in that way, when we recognize and hear our own shadows and we can see the and recognize the shadows in others and we become almost like this leader for others because i guarantee you like no one is able like it's very very rare for people to be able to um go into their shadow and uh be able to um manage it you know it's a, it's a difficult thing so for anyone who's even doing any bit of journaling or inner work this is this is your time Mm-hmm. And so, Anna, you are my coach right now. <laughs> so I'm super lucky. Such an honor. Oh, I'm so lucky to have you in my life. And, and in a, we haven't been working together that long. And I already feel like there's been huge shifts in my life and in my business um, from the amazing work we've been doing. And I think we did a really interesting shadow work in one of my sessions, if I can share briefly. That was really, um, I love when you are calling it this dark delight. 
like this, our shadow does have this dark delight. And we went into sometimes when I am public speaking, I am normally a pretty good public speaker, but if I get triggered, like if I feel like I'm off, I can crumble. And it's like, it's almost like an out of body experience. And I'm watching myself crumble and getting tongue tied. And then I always seem to manage to get it back. And we were able to uncover, but that was like my shadow, like kind of purposely self-sabotaging me because I had this dark delight in the the falling apart. The, the delight in falling apart. Can you, I, I love, even when you're talking about it, I'm like, oh, that sounds so good. What did you delight in in falling apart? I delighted in the chaos of it. <laughs> and the um, I delighted in um, getting it back, getting the train back on the track. And getting my confidence and getting, okay, now I'm in my, you know, I'm in my heart space. It's flowing again and I'm, I'm in my element again. And it was that bringing it back that I delighted in. Yeah. And that's so, it's so subtle. And if we judge it like, oh, this is, this is bad or I'm fumbling or something like that, right? Then we actually lose the delight in it. We lose those precious moments. And what happens is when we can find that delight, like when you, when we were able to like connect to that de- delight and I could hear it in you, I was like, oh, wow, that feels so cool. You know, you're always in control, right? We're always in control. And when we can just own and love that part of us, it actually just, it begins to just kind of integrate and it becomes something that we don't have to worry about anymore. Yes. And I love that integration. So we were able to kind of identify that shadow that I was rejecting, that piece of myself that I was rejecting and integrate it. And when we did that, and we did it successfully because I could feel it, I felt like I was twice the person energetically. Wow. Wow. I felt like, yeah, I felt like I doubled in energetic size because there was such a huge part of myself I had been rejecting. Oh, so you felt it like turning that shadow into fuel or into um, protein (laughs) for your soul. I physically felt it and I was like, wow. <laughs> and you you said to me at the time, you're like, Allison, you sound so clear. There's so much clarity. And it was at that moment that I was I was like physically filling in. It was an incredible experience. Mm, I know. And can you imagine a world, Allison? Because this is what I think about in the middle of the night. Imagining a world where all of the things that we're scared of being judged for or we're scared. A lot of entrepreneurs, I think, are scared of being seen as, it's really interesting, like in, in my long list that I've collected, uh, being seen as capitalists, being seen as uh, selfish, especially right now, right? A lot of people are very scared to talk about their business because they don't want to feel selfish or uh, they want, don't want to be seen as, um, you know, someone who's a marketer or, you know, these horrible things. So imagine a world where all of these shadows that, you know, eat away at us, they keep us from fully expressing ourselves, fully expressing our truth, fully connecting to people. If they actually integrated and we actually became this whole bigger, more solid, energetic and human being, like that's powerful. That's really cool. And I just think it for social reasons, I would just love it if people weren't like, if people integrated their shadows so we can just have more interesting conversations versus me feeling like I'm going to offend everyone. You know what I mean? Like, Right. Totally. And then I just had the insight because you're right. You mentioned earlier that um, there is a global shadow right now on planet with, with the pandemic and everything. And what if we did it? What if we filled in the global shadow with our light 
you know, and we came out of this the other side, which is, I think a lot of people are hoping and, um, the, you know, there's a lot of indications on a spiritual level that we are actually going to don't read the don't read the Economist or the New York Times because you'll you'll feel doom and gloom. But if you if you pivot down to your heart and you know listen to astrologers and healers and your intuition, it's telling you that there is going to be a big light at the end of this dark shadow. Yes, and it's really as you're saying that, Alice. I'm getting chills because it really is a big shift, a really fundamental, powerful shift. And, you know, and I don't mean to make light of the situation because I know people are losing their jobs. My fiance, he's in the oil and gas industry, uh, which is not doing well. They had to fire like half their employees. It's so it's a real thing, people losing their jobs. But to be honest with you, if you were to just ask yourself, like I asked my fiance, do you actually like this job? Do you actually want this job in a perfect world? Would you be working this job? right? Or do you not? And a lot of people, they've been asking for some sort of change in their life. And, you know, we're human beings, we're stubborn, right? And so like, it's very difficult for us to change, but sometimes it takes a global event to force change. And the sooner we can just recognize the areas in our lives where we want change, uh, and maybe our shadow was keeping us uh, fearful from making those changes, then we might actually be able to make these incremental changes right? To make the best of the situation. And then our futures will look very different because we're going to come out of this, you know, and why not be the person coming out of this refreshed and maybe with a six pack, which is impossible for me (laughs) and healthier, right? You know, like it's possible. Okay. So Anna, I love that so much. So I want to switch gears slightly here to talk about creating from your edge. So I want to ask you what that means because it's like, thrills me. And you were talking earlier about like, wouldn't it be great if we were just fully expressing ourselves and just, we didn't have any shadows holding us back and keeping us small or, you know, safely inside of our comfort zone. So tell us what it means. Yeah. To create from your edge and why we should do it. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's uh, (laughs) creating from your edge is um, the edge of your ego. It's, it's, and you're absolutely right, Allison. We, we really, we don't really tell the truth because, and I don't, I'll be honest with you. I don't tell the truth because I know exactly what, if I say this, this is going to offend my cousin and this is going to set my neighbor off. And this will, you know, cause we know we all have these kind of fragile, um, bubbles that we're in of this is acceptable. And anyone who does this is not acceptable. And, and that's the edge. So the edge is, the edge is the edge of a personality. It's the edge of what we feel comfortable expressing, but it's also the truth. So funny enough, the truth always feels edgy because we've been socialized not to share it. And when we share from the edge, um, and I, I'll give a concrete example. So when I share from the edge, uh, so from the truth, like the cutting edge truth of what I'm feeling in the moment, um, about a specific issue or, or something in my past or whatever it is. It's a, it's a scary sensation. My palms get sweaty. Um, I posted something on Halloween, uh, like last year or two years ago, and it was very different from anything that I've ever posted on Facebook. And it was about, uh, darkness and it was about the, the, the dark goddess within us. And there was a really, uh, kind of scary photo. And it sounds kind of crazy, but for me, it was just, it was very edgy. Um, when I posted it, I knew that I had to do it because I had to just release some of this energy in my business. I was actually in the middle of a launch during that time. And, um, 
when I went to bed that night, I couldn't sleep because I was so terrified that my family would see it. People would see it and be like, who is this person? Who is this? What, what does she believe in? And I couldn't sleep. And that post got almost no likes, right? It was just, I was tempted to take it down, but I could feel like that vibrating. It was just very energizing. And so I left it up. And from that post, I got two private clients. And so I made over $30,000 from that post, even though no one liked it, right? And it gave me the biggest, uh, I wanted to throw up after I really did, but it was really honestly what I wanted to say. And I knew that I had to say it um, if I wanted any, to be honest with myself and if I wanted any energy in my business. So when we can share from these belief systems that counteract uh, popular culture or these belief systems that could be a uh, contrast to our industry, when we can share things that we know that people um, might incite a few people, but will also uh, really be speaking for a lot of other people. So they'll endear, it'll, our truth will endear people to us and it will also cause us enemies, right? Or just, you know, people who don't disagree. Um, and so if we can find that courage to share from this place of, I just have to share because truth is important. And that above all, above um, you know, people not understanding above, you know, people not liking me above people defriending me above people, um, unsubscribing from my email. It's that love and that, uh, desire for truth and sharing that, that is sharing from your edge. And it always, always, always adds to your ideal clients. And it always adds to your business, even though it might seem like I'm not getting a lot of likes, what's going on. You're going to get the people who also love truth right? Versus the people who are too stuck, which is most, most people are too stuck in their bubbles of people pleasing that no one's actually saying anything interesting, which I think is uh, true in the coaching industry and true in a lot of industries. So when you actually start saying something kind of hot and sizzling and truthful and interesting, people pay attention. Mm, that is a great example. And I want to ask you, Halloween 2020, and you get called to <laughs> post something um, similar would it feel so scary? Yes. And it would be, it might be a little bit different, um, but that's how I judge. And that's how I suggest that your audience judges. If they're wanting to try this out, sharing on the leading edge, it's something that we believe in that sometimes we might not even tell our partners. Sometimes we might not even tell our best friends, right? Or even our clients, because it feels like such a contrarian belief or it feels for whatever reason, whether or not it is, it doesn't matter, but it actually gives us a physical sensation of, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm sharing this. So um, for anyone who wants to gauge, it's you actually don't want to share it because you don't want to be seen as whatever it is. You don't want to be seen as the capitalist. You don't want to be seen as the crazy spiritual person, right? You don't want to be seen as whatever. But if you can own that, right, and share a piece of truth from there that you know is you know, it's true. It feels, the content feels good to you. It just feels scary because it's against your normal personality. That's when you open up to real growth in terms of um, your audience, in terms of money, in terms of uh, building your brand and your business. Because if we notice like the people who are big folks, like who have a following, they, they are really saying things that polarize them, right? So you'll see in their comments, there's a lot of people who are like, who is this person? They're crazy. And a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, I found my person, you know? So we have to be able to stand in that place, um, but just by loving our truth. Yes, yes, yes. I love that so much. So getting back to shadow, how can our shadow guide us to this edge? 
Oh, that is such a great question. Oh, I got to think about this. I never thought about this before. Mm, how can our shadow guide us to this edge? Okay, so whatever we are procrastinating on right now, and especially for our business, if we're procrastinating on sending out an email, ask yourself why. And chances are even something as silly as procrastinating. I'm procrastinating sending out an email. I'll tell you that right now. And why? Right. And if we go a little bit deeper, even if you do some open journaling or I like to talk to myself in a corner, if we go a little bit deeper, it's usually some fear of uh, someone won't approve of me. Right. Someone will feel I don't want to bother people. Who am I to send an email? So even something as simple as procrastinating, sending an email or reaching out to your clients or posting or even um, finishing a, a class that you purchased online. Right. There's some sort of shadow in there. And if you can connect with that shadow, own that fear, own that um, fear that, oh, I'm going to bother people if I send another email. And you can actually even share that, right? You can take that shadow, follow the places where you don't feel comfortable, where you feel resistance. And if you want to, you can share that because I guarantee you, your people are doing the exact same thing. They are feeling the exact same way. And especially now, because the collective is so in sync with fear, people are feeling other people's feelings on a whole new level. So if you're just that person that can identify what you're feeling and just share it, that's so cathartic for you. And that's so connective and cathartic for your people. Something as simple as just sharing what's going on with you right now, what you're afraid of, what you felt hesitant, what you're procrastinating on. Chances are there's millions of people in the world feeling the same thing. And that's a great way to mine for that edge is just what you're, what you're procrastinating, what you're avoiding, what you're uncomfortable with right now. Mm, so, so, so good. So um, one of my shadows that has prevented me from going to my edge is this fear of waving my woo-woo flag. <laughs> and it's something you and I have talked about. And, you know, the, the thought is they might think I'm crazy, you know. <laughs> Is there a danger thought? So sometimes we have this thought like uh, they're going to think I'm crazy. Oh, and I'm going to be attacked or judged, right? So there might even be a deeper, yeah, yeah which I yeah. think is very common. Yeah. Yes. I think it's very common too. And it's why I'm raising it because, and especially now, I think people are really um, turning inward and turning to their spirituality and they're turning to spirit guides and angels and all sorts of things that they wouldn't maybe normally talk about with their spouse or their best friends or, you know, as you were mentioning. And so it's just really, it, 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 it's astounding to me. And I've seen it, you know, so much in the last four or five years since I've really kind of started to own this more and more is it is showed up for me exactly as you're saying, the more I show up and talk about my woo, and the fact that, yep, I can speak to non-physical consciousness and, um, you know. So cool. Yeah, right. Like all the things, I um, the people who don't like it are leaving my tribe and the people who love it are coming on in. And it's the best. It's the best. And I used to get really upset about unsubscribes to my newsletter. It's like, oh, and it would really like, and now I, I do a little dance almost. If, if I put out a post where I get more unsubscribes than normal, I'm like, you know what? I was really truthful in that post. And so... Yes. Right? And your email service is cheaper because there's less people who are just dragging, right? dragging your exactly. email. <laughs> right, right. So I love it so much in that whole like... And maybe 
to listeners have heard that, you know, be polarizing before. And I just think it is, and it's not like being polarizing just to sort of, you know, piss people off. It really is about uh, being to that, that edgy, your edgy truth. And that is really exciting, but it is scary. I mean, I'm the first to say that it can be scary to be in your edgy truth. So let's talk about that. How can we remove this, this fear? And, and I think it's really, you know, I think when you're really on your edgy truth, for me, it's just very uncomfortable. I don't want to say it's painful. Um, you know, it's not like emotional pain, but it's, it is that discomfort. Um, so how can we ease that discomfort telling us to stay away from our edge and to play it safe and, you know, be the polite dinner company we were taught to be? <laughs> you're, you're right, Alison. We're actually fighting that dinner company, be pleasant part of ourselves. And the when we go for truth, most people won't understand. Most people in our lives will be like, why are you saying that? What are you doing? And some people want to be like, that's freaking awesome. That, you know, let that freak flag fly, right? And so like there's, you're going to get different reactions. And I think the best way is really, um, hi guys, call up Allison, right? Hire her as your coach, have people around you who you're just, you know, you, you let them know, um, maybe it's just a close group of friends. Maybe it's people in your mastermind group, right? Um, maybe it's just one person. Maybe you have that one freaky person that's like, oh yeah, 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 you got this, but it's okay to feel like you have someone backing you up. And, you know, my, you know, I don't have the gift that you have, Allison, where, you know, your guides speak to you. Like my guides actually, I think, set me up for <laughs> these like misadventures and they just like mess with my life, right? I don't have that communication, but your guides, you know, lean into them, right? Like whatever um, spiritual family you have, you can lean into them. It's really okay. Chances are they're going to really appreciate that. And they're going to really appreciate you for sharing your truth. And another incentive is the more you share your truth, this is what I found, the more you open up your connection to source and the more you grow your gift. There are moments when after I share uh, something kind of crazy or I'm just like really in my truth with a client, it doesn't have to be so public. It could just be, you know, me being truthful to myself or me being sharing that edgy truth with my client, um, telling him that you, why are you paying someone to help you with a TEDx talk? Like you don't have a TED talk. You haven't even done anything that's worth it. You know, so it's something that's like very truthful and honest in a loving way like that, right? That's edgy that I don't want to say that actually I can feel more insight flooding in immediately after I share my truth, right? So even if I acknowledge uh, an edgy truth within myself that, hey, maybe I caused, um, it was my fault that my car got broken into yesterday and that uh, my window got shattered and all my stuff got stolen. Like if I, I really had to admit that it was really, I wanted to blame everyone else, right? But if I really leaned to the edge of truth, that allowed so much help to come into my life yesterday at that moment. And so if we can set ourselves up with a supportive person or some sort of supportive network or even leading into your spiritual guides or your faith, right? You have to, I think it's really important that you ask this question, actually, Allison. It's really important for us to find something where it gives us um, something to lean onto, like a wall to lean back against, right? Like some sort of foundation so that when we, it feels scary, we have something, we have a rock to lean on. So whether that be your faith, your beliefs, your guides, uh, a buddy, find that because that will help you so much. I'm so glad you asked that question. That's really important. That is awesome. I love that answer. So I always like to put my uh, guests on the spot <laughs> and ask you to leave our listeners with a challenge. 
<gasps> oh, a challenge. Oh, I love that. Okay. That's so great. Okay. So I'm not going to have you find your edge. I think you might be curious to find it on your own. I'm actually going to ask your listeners to just be on the lookout for uh, a person who triggers you, right? So a person who maybe their truth is very different from yours or someone who you're like, oh, I totally disagree with them. Oh, there's something, but, but they've gotten to the point where they actually, you know, they incite some energy from you. And I want you to lean into them and lean into them and notice what they're doing. Are they speaking their edge? Are they speaking truth for them? Right? What is it about what they're doing that even activates your attention? There's something important in that because if we can learn to hold both positive attention and also negative intention, meaning that, you know, like, Hey, this person triggers me and, and all of that. Um, I was bullied most of my life. So like, that's something that I really had to work through. But if we can hold that, like me sitting in my car, literally shattered glass all over my seat, shattered glass everywhere, all the stuff stolen, right? The glass is on the floor and like a lump me sitting there, being able to hold that, like feeling all the emotions, but also like being able to sit there and be like, okay, there's, that's already growing your energy. That's already growing your gifts. That's already growing your ability to hold truth. And so that's my challenge for you. Like find the person, right? Who like, maybe it's on YouTube or maybe it's someone that you unfollowed. Why do they set you up? And can you just acknowledge that, Hey, this person is probably sharing their truth. There's something about what this person is saying. I don't agree with it, but they're in their truth. And that's good to recognize truth. Beautiful. Oh my gosh. I love that challenge. And I think that that will, that will, um, yeah, that, that's the kind of challenge that really gets you thinking in a whole new way, which I think is really, really beautiful. Anna, you are so amazing. And I just have to say that, um, I, whenever I decide I'm going to hire a coach, I don't do research. <laughs> I just put the intention <laughs> out there. I don't like the research. I really don't. Um, I am not a fact finder, but I do put it out in the, in the, in the universe that I want the right coach. And it just, you just came to me and it's been such a gift. And I really, really would love for people to please share how people can find you and to the people listening, get on Anna's mailing list, get in her Facebook group. She's very generous with free stuff. I've noticed lots of awesome classes and Facebook lives. Um, Anna's a gift. And so I just, I think you should tell us, Anna, how people can connect you. Oh, and you just spoke so perfectly, Allison, to the power of the work that we do and our energy. Our energy is our biggest asset. You know, it's always being broadcasted out through the universe. And then we connect with our amazing tribe and ideal clients. Oh my gosh, it's so perfect. So guys, find me on um, Facebook, just Anna Sui, A-N-N-A-T-S-U-I. I'm holding a teacup because I drink eight cups of tea a day. And then if you um, want to find me on Instagram, it's just Ms. Anna Sui, M-S dot Anna Sui. Um, and my Facebook group is the Intuitive Business School. It's free. Um, you just have to opt in. Um, and I'm usually there um, every other day, at least. So I'll, I'll see you on there. Awesome. And all of those links will be in the show notes. So Anna, again, thank you so much for your time, for your wisdom. This has been a great, great topic, and I'm so excited to share it. Can't thank you enough.
Oh my gosh, this is so great. I'm so energized right now. I feel like I could run a marathon. Thank you so much for having me, Allison. Thanks, everyone. You're so welcome. You're so welcome. That was just such an inspiring conversation. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if you're digging on this content like I hope you are, I would be super grateful if you hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening. And I have a question now for you. Are you ready to grow your business with both magic and predictability? Then head to my website right now, alisonscammell.com, to download my three free soul-guided meditations to get a clear vision of growth for six months' time and where to place your focus today to take you there. Again, that's alisonscammell.com, and you can find a link in the show notes. And as always, let's grow there together.